boom we're live what is up everyone how is everyone doing today it's wednesday it is 10 o'clock and i am late 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 boy oh boy am i late welcome back to another episode of beyond the chair podcast if you're new to this i do this well i was just about to say every week but pretty much just about every week every wednesday 9 30 central standard time which it's actually tuesday but for most of you you're not watching this or listening to it live not that that even matters and also i'm dealing with this silly youtube copyright strike youtube has something else with their rules and their copyright strikes but in today's episode let me not get so down on you guys i did if you don't follow me on instagram follow me on instagram because i do a barber and what i do is what not do because that would suggest that i do it all the time but what i did <laughs> yesterday and the day before actually yesterday and today I uh, was filled in people's questions. So basically, I went out and I asked people, said, hey, leave me some questions if you guys have about barbering, any things that it, within the barber industry or just barbering in general, like if you have any questions or comments, concerns, like whatever, like, like just leave your questions and I'll answer them to the best of my ability. So I have a bunch of of good questions i have a, a lot of good questions to answer and then what i did today was i was i i filled it my instagram viewers and i said hey give me some truths and falses and all well truth or false questions and then i'll ask i'll answer them in the podcast later and <laughs> it's gonna be a good one i should have you know what i should have fielded youtube as well i i, I failed to realize that I didn't get my YouTube audience's feedback on some of these questions, which shame on me. I wish I could have gotten some, but we're still going to rock and roll. I have a lot of good questions. And like I said, if you're new to this, subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, you can also listen to this podcast on iTunes, Google and Spotify. Also, you can find it on Anchor and a few other podcasts and platforms. And you can listen to this podcast. You know, you can listen to it while you're cutting hair on your commute to work while you're working out, while you're cooking, doing dishes, on the toilet, in the shower, like whatever, you can listen to this podcast. It's really that easy. And also, don't forget to share it. You know, it's a good podcast. And and actually, I was just thinking before I went live, I was like, man, I got to get some people to come on here with me and I guess have a guest spot or interview someone in the podcast where they you know we can just get a different perspective and just have some fun with the podcast uh that's what it's really all about it's about knowledge but also just having fun with it as well so what i'm gonna do is let me close this out i'm gonna go to instagram so let me answer a few questions from instagram because I've, I've got a few questions from a few different areas so let's see here first question do all barbers gossip gossips like girls yes well hold on because the, the question was all so that means i have to put everyone in the umbrella i'd say no not all but a good majority of them do gossip um you know barbershops are no different than than uh like a beauty salon or a nail shop or any establishment you know where there's a lot of females and it's pretty much run by females you're gonna get some gossiping you know guys they gossip just as much as girls you know the topics may be a little different but 
for the most part, it's all gossip, 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 gossip. And guys, there's the, it's actually funny because uh, where where I am, I have a suite within a barbershop. So when I'm back there, it's usually just either me or me with a customer. But the times where it's just me back there, I can actually hear the guys on the floor talking and, you know, they're just gossiping about whatever, you know, girls, uh, sports, uh, themselves, like just whatever, just just silly stuff that goes along or goes around. Like a lot of them, some of their clients, they're either friends or have a long time client barber relationship. So it's a little different and they gossip a lot about a lot of weird stuff, but long story long yes but not all but most barbers gossip uh next question let me go down here because they're they're all spread out here too let's see here all right okay here's another question dealing with ego in a in a shop when one barber is jealous of another barber who is busier Huh. I don't know. That's a weird question. I'm not sure. Uh, all dealing with ego in the shop when one barber is jealous of another who is busier. Yeah, that that's that's a tough one that can go on in any shop because you know barbers they're they're never happy when they're not making money. Like most barbers are not happy when they're not making money. I mean, rightfully so. You know, when you're not making money, who who's gonna be happy, right? And you, you see a barber, he's just busy, busy, busy. Yeah, you're going to get jealous because then what's going to happen is you're going to start counting his pockets. Then it, it leads to jealousy and then, you know, hates right around the corner. That's the next step from jealousy is hate. So that's a tough one to deal with, you know, because it's one of those things where depending on the type of shop you're in, if it's booth rent or commission, if it's booth rent, it's going to be up on pretty much it's going to be on that guy to build his clientele up. So he's not going to do himself any favors just by being jealous of someone. He's going to have to go out there and get it and get just as busy as the next guy or the guy that he's jealous of. So that's a tricky one. You know, there, there's, I wouldn't say there's a, a, a real remedy. The remedy would be get busier yourself. That's the, that's the only remedy. Get busier yourself, you know, but he does have to get through some insecurities that he has within himself because obviously he has them if he's jealous of another barber's is busier. But my thing is, like, if I were in his spot, I would be looking at the other guy and saying, man, I've got to get busy just like this guy. And then, you know, you go to work. So that's my reply to that. Let me go to the next question. Jesus, just Instagram is weird. How, how many of you actually have this happen where, and who knows, maybe it's my phone. Maybe it's my phone, like doing a memory dump, but sometimes I'll, I'll, I don't close the Instagram. I'll just kind of, I guess, minimize the window. You know, how I have an iPhone if you didn't mind. So you press the home button. So the thing goes away, but then I'll go, let's say into YouTube or email or just whatever. And you'll go back and it'll restart Instagram. And that might be because my phone's doing a memory dump. It doesn't do it all the time. It does it sometimes. I'm not sure. Let me let, let me know anyone who's watching if you guys have that same problem. I've noticed that that happens to me a lot with Instagram and YouTube. 
when I'm watching, especially if I'm watching a YouTube video, let's say the it, the YouTube video is an hour long. I get about, you know, between 30 and 40 minutes into it. And it's kind of hard to remember where you exactly were on that YouTube video. And then I take a call, I send a few texts, check some emails, do whatever. Then I'll come back and it'll completely just close out YouTube and it reopens it like I just opened YouTube from scratch and then I got to find that video, find out where I was in the video and blah, blah, blah. Luckily, actually, it's kind of cool with YouTube. They actually, there's some features in there where it'll actually start you back off where you left off. So that part's kind of cool, but it doesn't work all the time. But I've noticed that if any of you know why that's happening or if I'm correct in that it's, uh, it's dumping RAM, let me know. All right. So the second question when one barber thinks he he cuts way better than another co-workers starting drama oh yeah that that's a that's another one i haven't experienced that firsthand where i work but i have experienced that uh you know you get that a lot in barber college because it's just barber college and then you get that i've just seen that happen in shops with other people that i know and barbers making remarks like, oh, man, he left this little thing. And I mean, literally talking to the clients or their, you know, the other barbers customers about their barber. Like, oh, man, you see, he left a little weight line right here. Uh, come sit in my chair and or or come back to me next time. I, I won't have you looking like that. Like they'll do weird and silly things like that, which I find kind of weird because I'm just like, that's so out of place. That's out of line. You don't that's not your place to really mention that or speak on that. The thing is at the end of the day, if their client's happy and if that's what they want, you know, they look in the mirror and they give it a full look and they're happy with it, then cool. That's what they wanted. You know, th that happens a lot, you know, because it's a competitive space, just like the barber that I was mentioning that was jealous of another barber because he's busier. It's the same thing. It's being jealous of someone who is better than you. Now, the only remedy to that is, like I said in my other example, is get your skills up. <laughs> Plain and simple, just get your skills up and you won't even have to worry about, oh, man, this guy is better than me. And let me go back to, whoa, 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 whoa. there we go. All right. Yeah, because way better. Yeah, just get better. Through time, you'll get better. But this, I, not really, I hope. You know, like, can you imagine this would be like the double whammy if this person was jealous that someone cuts way better than them and he's actually jealous because they have way more clients? That's a double whammy. That's all. This person probably just needs to leave this barbershop, to be honest. He probably go, he, if a person had these two attributes about himself, they probably need to leave the barbershop, go somewhere, maybe a sports Supercuts, sports clips, great clip, like whatever. One of those volume shops, get a bunch of reps in, get a bunch of experience, and then come back to a real shop where, you know, everyone's cutting on a high level because you don't have a, a lot. There aren't a lot of shops where all the barbers are cutting on a high level. Uh, you know, you, you'll have a lot of shops where there may be like one or two guys that are cutting on a high level, but not everyone is cutting on a high level. So that's one of those things where it's a little tricky. It's a, it's a little bit tricky because 
man, when you when you're in that environment, like coming out of barber college, and if your skills aren't up to par, like you can get eaten alive in a shop. It can be very uh, intimidating for the barber, depending on their personality, their characteristics, and all that. Because if they're just one looking at their work as inferior to the others, and it, I mean, literally, and it literally is. And then on top of that, these guys are just busy because they've been there forever and they're just better and then three they're cutting in like half the time or less than you are because one they're experienced in the game they've been cutting this long and blah 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 and you're taking like an hour hour and a half to do cuts and they're cut pumping out cuts in 20 30 minutes and you're just like man getting eaten alive it can be tough in a barbershop uh that's if uh that's one of the reasons why they're better than you but yeah, all that starting drama and all that other stuff, that's something the owner has to take care of. You know, the owner should be an owner, be a leader and take care of these problems and nipping them in the bud. That's the pro- that's the uh that's one of the things of being in the position of an owner or manager. You know, you have to see these things. Uh hopefully these things are brought to your attention and you can rectify them. Sit your team down and then, you know, tell people what it is. But that's a crazy one. Next question. Do barbers disinfect after every cut? Unfortunately, no. Unfortunately, no. That's a and that's the thing about going to barber college. That's the reason why barbers go to barber college. They go to barber college because they well, really, barber college, the whole purpose of barber college is sanitation and all in disinfection and sterilization blah blah blah, and to also protect the public and when you i mean look most of us have gone to barber college so you get what they do usually like the first what few weeks or a month that you're that you're there they're talking about and they're preaching sanitation you'll hear about it all throughout their curriculum depending upon the school that you go to and yeah a lot of barbers take heed to it some people they'll throw it out the window as soon as they leave barber college or they'll throw it out the window while they're in barber college me i I really uh hold disinfection sanitation and all that stuff to a high level i i like to stay clean I, i and that's just it's not just me just protecting the public it goes much beyond just protecting the public that's just me personally i just don't want someone to come in to my barbershop or my suite or my station to just look at it and be like, Ugh. or I don't want someone to come up to my station and, and really think twice or turn away and go to someone else or just really leave the shop in general because I'm dirty or I'm nasty or I give off that perception that like, this guy, I don't know if I can trust this guy. That's the last thing I want to project to a client. Now, like I talked about this in another podcast that I don't want to, I don't want to have something that's within my uh, capability be the reason why a client doesn't want to um, get a service from me. Now, look, let's say I gave them a bad haircut. Let's let's be legitimate here. Let's legitimately say I gave them a good haircut, but then at the end of the day, the client is always right, right? So you can think that you gave the client a good haircut, but at the end of the day, is it what he liked? You know, you got to weigh the scales there. So if a client doesn't like a haircut that I gave him, 
I got to go. With, I got to side with the client because, hey, it's what he wanted at the end of the day. And if I didn't give him what he wants, hey, I didn't do my job. Right. So that's slightly in and out of my control, because as barbers, we know, you know, you you look at a haircut, you give a haircut, you're like, man, I murdered that one. But then the client's like, I don't know. Or he just don't come back. And then you find out later, like, oh, man, how come you didn't come back? Oh, man, you, you kind of did. I didn't like how you did this. And I always tell my clients, I'm like, dude, if there's something you don't like, tell me. I don't have an ego at all. If there's something wrong, tell me. I'll gladly fix it for you because I want you to walk out here happy. You're paying me your hard-earned money to cut your hair. And I want to keep you as a client. So I'm like, hey, tell me anything. I'll gladly fix it. Because you know some barbers, they have egos. And you tell them something like, man, like what? what? I don't see it. And, and they try and like argue back and forth with you, which is stupid. I'm like, dude, you're there to service the clients. Service your clients. Give them what they want. They're paying you your money. It's like me going to McDonald's saying, hey, I want a, I want a number two, whatever the number two is. I don't even know. But I want a number two. Uh, put everything on it. And then you get it and there's no ketchup. There's no pickles. There's no onions. You're like, like, well, what's this? And they're like, man, yuck, man, just take it, man. It's, it's still a burger. You know what I'm saying? Like, it still tastes good. Like, can you imagine if, if McDonald's did that to you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, can you imagine that? That would be hilarious. But no, uh, all barbers do not disinfect after, after every cut. It's quite sad and it's potentially dangerous. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I've seen it happen. Uh, and I've seen it happen in a lot of shops. I've seen it happen where I work. I've seen it happen a lot. It actually happens quite a bit because what happens is with a lot of barbers is you get caught up in the money, you get busy, then you just kind of overlook sanitation. You may drop a comb. You may drop a guard on the floor. You'll pick that joint right back up, put it right back on the customer's head, whatever. Drop your razor on the ground, pick it right back up, put it on the person. Yeah, this stuff's disgusting. It, it's really disgusting. When you think about the environment of a barbershop, the anatomy of it, and hairs everywhere, dirts everywhere, dust, whatever else is on that floor. And then you're picking these things back up or you're not cleaning them in general from client to client, like putting clippers on the. Yeah, that, that's it's quite nasty. It's it's actually kind of grossing me out just even thinking about it right now. Uh, but I wish all barbers did, because like I said, once you leave barber college, you're left to your own devices. At that point, you're you're honestly left to your own devices to just do whatever you want at that point. And for in most cases, most barbers are their own boss. So there's really no one to come around and police them on a daily basis. I mean, look, state board can only do so much. And for the most part, an owner who may oversee them isn't really checking them like their every move. They're not like having a hawk eye over them between every cut, like, oh, let me make sure he's brushing this off. Oh, let me make sure he does this and that. They're just hoping that you're smart enough and you're responsible enough to do so. Now, like I said, not all barbers do it. Shame on them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So this is a part of the true false. Now, I, I, I went on today and I was like, hey, leave me some truths or false questions that you want me to answer. So the, this is where it gets a little bit interesting. So I've got one. Truth or false? Do I own a shop? No, I do not. So that's false. False. I do not own a shop. I have a suite within the barbershop. 
And but that's as far as that goes. So I mean, I don't own the suite. I'm really just renting the suite. So I mean, you get what I'm saying. Truth or false? You only need three clippers, liners, detachables, and adjustables. I would say that is true. When you talk about just like a haircut, you know. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all you need. Liners, that's pretty self-explanatory. You know, do the perimeter and make sure it's clean, the exterior of the haircut, make sure it's nice and clean. Adjustables for adjustable purposes. You know, you can you work from the lever open, which that's for the most part, that's what I use my adjustables for if I'm just using my typical fade method, which I'm I'm probably going to talk about this in another YouTube video because I have a series of videos coming up where it's a how to fade blank. And the blank is black hair, white hair, Hispanic hair, Asian hair. I guess if I get any Indian clients, Indian hair, Middle Eastern hair. I'm going to I'm going to put out videos, a little series of all of these and I think I need to preface all of these videos with a video on how I actually fade because in uh, some of the videos I'll be using different methods. Uh, so like I said, me, I use my adjustables with a combination of the blades. So typically, and we're talking about straight hair clients, I'll use the adjustables open one inch guideline. Then I'll go use the one and a half blade one inch guideline, but then I'll, what I'll do to marry those two, together is I'll use the wall half guard from the open to close position and it actually blends out smoothly and then I'll use blades two three and a half or you know whatever if I need to use those above so um so yeah that's uh I guess that's my method I can use this method on everyone I prefer to use it on straight hair on um over curly hair, I prefer to use guards sometimes. I can use the method. It actually just depends on uh, it depends on the the client's hair type and texture. Sometimes it works good. Sometimes it doesn't work good. Just depends on the canvas. But for the most part, that method it's a rock solid method. It really is a rock solid method. I can use that method on a lot of people and pump out some haircuts really quick. I can get some really quick results. Um, using that method let me go back to this question but uh, and you said detachables and detachables a lot of people don't use detachables to like solely fade with they use detachables to uh reduce bulk sorry uh they use detachables to uh remove bulk and there's no problem with that look i like detachables i like fading with with uh detachables i think detachables uh working with detachables it makes life a lot easier it makes things happen a lot faster when you use detachables and i try and tell that to people if you can incorporate detachables into your fading arsenal it'll make things a lot easier because with the blades just in general with the blades the hair comes off like way way faster when you're talking about using uh the blades the hair just comes off quicker when you're using guards. You got to go over it a lot, a lot, a lot. But with blades, you just make a few strokes and it's like gone like butter. And that's because the, the way that the blades, the teeth are so close together and it picks up and it feeds the hair and they're there so much quicker uh, versus the guards. Uh, the guards like you'll run it over, but it won't take completely take all of the hair off. But with the blades, 
it'll completely just take just like mow through the hair. And I love the blaze for that. So that's why I use a combination of blaze and guards because I like from the one and below, I like to just use the adjustables open because I found with my time fading with blades is that it's easier to just use the adjustable lever open and close because I can I can work from a four zero to a triple to an OA to a one with all within one machine. I don't have to change all these blades. I don't have to clean and sanitize and disinfect all of these blades. And I can get that because that little area from the zero to the one, the increments are so small. And it's very important that that blend through that area is really smooth from the zero through the one. Because I always say there's two parts of a blend, the zero to the one and then the one and above. Because once the hair starts to get longer, you don't, I don't want to say that it's not important, but you can basically uh, leave some mistakes. There's more room for error in the one and above. Like once you get above the one, there's more room for mistake because the hair is a lot darker. You can hide some of the longer hairs. But once the hair is in that zero through one range, you can't hide the mistakes. They're going to really show because it's pop. It, it pops depending upon the person's skin, their complexion, the color of the hair. It's going to pop and it's going to show like all a lot of the flaws are going to show in that zero through one area. So, yeah, your truth or false to you only need three clippers, liners, detachables, adjustables. That is a true. That is all you need. You don't need anything crazy the barber is really hot now a lot of these companies are trying to make a lot of money and well they're not trying they are making a lot of money on just silly products that i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest unnecessary a lot of the products that are out nowadays are really unnecessary you can get it done with some basic clippers cordless clippers cordless everything is is popping nowadays it seems like there's a cordless tool for just about everything like when you think about it there's cordless detachables. There's cordless adjustables. There's cordless trimmers or edgers, liners, whatever you want to call it. There's cordless ones of those. There's cordless shavers. There's a cordless compressor now. There's a, uh, um, geez, I can't think of, uh, can't think of the device. But there's cordless everything now. Everything that like has a cord, there's a cordless version with the exception of a dry a blow dryer there although there are cordless blow dryers but none that you could actually really use within a barbershop or salon because all that volume you're not going to be able to the battery span they, they they haven't figured that out yet to where unless i don't know this product yet i don't know i could be wrong maybe they have fixed this and come up with one where you could actually use it in a commercial setting but at least the ones that i've seen you can't use them in a commercial setting because you know you if you're styling and using the blow dryer a lot you're not gonna you're, you're not gonna get that much use out of it on that little battery charge you and go to the next client it's not gonna charge up enough you're gonna be so it's just really but so that's really one of the things that wow Wow. I'm actually surprised. Well, no, I'm not surprised because it actually takes a lot of energy to run a blow dryer because you got all those heat settings, speed settings, and yeah, you're, you're turning the blow dryer on for quite a bit. So I don't know how, how long they can actually get a charge out of a cordless blow dryer. That'd be kind of interesting, but yeah, truth to false to that one. So 
truth or false question. Cordless are better than corded clippers. Ooh, that's a tough one. Now, ooh, that's a tricky one because it all depends on which crowd you're in. I'm going to give you my answer as to how I feel. I'm not going to give my answer saying that this is the absolute truth or anything like that. I'm going to give you my uh, my answer and my opinion. Now, of course, if you know me, uh, if you watch any of my YouTube videos, you watch any of my Instagram videos, you know that I have cordless clippers. The majority of the clippers that you actually see me use are cordless clippers. Uh, so are they better? It all depends. That's, re that's a relative answer that I have to give because it depends on the situation. Now, if you're, let's say you're doing house calls, let's say you're on set, let's say on your, you're on a production scene, cordless clippers are better because you don't have the cord. You don't have to worry about finding an outlet. You don't have to worry about finding, finding an extension cord, a surge protector. Like you don't have to worry about those hassles with cordless clippers. It's like, I've been on a few house calls and they didn't know that I had cordless clippers, but they asked me like, um, what do you want to set up? Uh, and they're like, oh, I know you got to, we need to set up near an outlet. And then I'll look at them and like, no, I have cordless clippers. And they're like, oh, cool, cool. We can set up right here. So you see the problem there, like, which would be better for me? You know, like, would I, if, let's say I did have corded clippers, I would therefore have to inconvenience myself on a house call because I've got to be confined to an area where there's an outlet and that area may have bad light. That area may not have a mirror. That area may be like in this weird spot of the house where it's not conducive to me putting out a good haircut. But if I had cordless clippers, I can be anywhere. Set me up. Set me up in the best possible spot, maybe by a window, whatever. And I can just start chopping some hair. So in that scenario, cordless clippers are better. Now, Corded clippers are better. Hey, and you can't lie here when your cordless clippers die. Now, look, a lot of the cordless clippers nowadays, you can cut with them plugged in and it also charge while you're cutting. So that's cool. But there are some that you can't, uh, i.e. the Oster Octanes or Volts, the Andes Supra and the Supra ZR2, the I think the BGRC would when they're cordless, when you have the battery pack, you can't do it as well. And I think there's a few others, but for the most part, a lot of the other ones, like, especially if you talk about the, the adjustable category, you can, um, you can plug with, you can cut with those plugged in, like the envies, the magic clips, the cordless seniors, the 1919s, uh, what else are out there? Um, a few others, even including trimmers, you can cut with those with the cord attached. But uh, a lot of people who actually prefer corded clippers, they like that the power is there with the with the um, corded clippers. They feel like they're more powerful, and they actually cut through the hair more they, they they feel like the cordless clippers they're they're just lacking something in power when they're actually mowing through the hair they actually feel that that these are not as strong as the corded version you know it, it's almost like the people that i hear make the argument for corded clippers is that 
cordless clippers are a downgrade because they're not one they're not as heavy they're not as sturdy they feel cheaper they're not as powerful and it's obvious they're not i mean look the if you if you ever cut with a pair of seniors and i mean corded seniors when you turn them things on you feel power those things are powerful now look the cordless seniors yeah they have a lot of power but that's it has a lot of power for a cordless clipper now when you look at the other clipper that wall had the magic clip that was very popular you know it didn't have a whole lot of powers the envies don't have lo- boat loads of power but i actually like it that's just me personally i don't like a clipper that's too powerful i like a clipper that cuts a little bit slower that's just me so it, it's like i always say different strokes for different folks everyone's a little bit different everyone has their own preferences that's just my preference you know so uh, w- the truth or false to cordless clippers being better than uh, corded clippers? That's that's a relative. Uh, that's a relative answer, really, because in some cases it's true, and in some cases it's false. So we'll leave that one at that. Because man, I could talk about that one for a long time. All right. Next truth or false. Is it possible to make 100K as a year as a barber? Yes, it is. Uh, It's very possible. A lot of barbers do it. You could do it just solely cutting hair. You know, you you, here's some things to help you do that. One, you have to cut hair at a a decent price point. And what I mean by that is it's going to be really hard to make 100K a year as a barber. And I'm talking about just cutting hair. If you're talking about just cutting hair, charging $15, $20. It's going to be really hard. You're going to have to really work hard to do it if you're cutting at those price points. But if you're cutting at a price point of, let's say, $25, $30, $35 a haircut, it's possible. It's highly possible. Very doable. You need to have a clientele. You need to be cutting regularly. And like I said, yeah, it's it's very possible. Uh, Now, a lot of barbers don't. So really, the majority is not making that. But there is a minority of barbers that are making that. And it is definitely possible. Uh, truth or false? Do all barbers pay taxes? That's false. Uh, unfortunately, they're not all responsible. Sorry, I'm actually, if you guys are see my eyes wandering off for the people that are watching this on YouTube, I'm actually uh, watching the Golden State Warrior game right now and doing this podcast. So I'm my uh, my attention is split but for those people that are listening to this on itunes spotify google pot or google what's it what do they call it i know it's i apple has itunes google has what google play google podcast google something i i don't know what is what is what does google call it? i have no idea and anchor and all the other podcasts and platforms trust me you won't even be able to see my damn eyes but no not all barbers pay taxes and that's sort of a shame because it kind of puts you in a precarious position because hey one you can get trouble two it becomes tricky because if you really want to try and buy a house uh get any credit get any loans they're going to look at your uh your history and if you don't really show anything yeah it's going to be kind of hard for you when you're not paying taxes when you're not you know, doing all this. And so, no, let's get to the next question. Cause I know, wow, we, wow. We've got about 20 minutes left in this podcast. Let me get through the rest of these questions. 
Uh, do you have to wet the hair to do any scissor work? No, you don't. You don't have to wear wet the hair anytime to do scissor work. It's supposed to be a joke from the, uh, I think the last podcast I was talking about. Uh, if you haven't listened to the last, well, no, it wasn't last week's, but two weeks ago, the podcast, uh, go check it out. Uh, it was about barber haters and stuff like that. And I mentioned something in there about cutting hair when it's dry versus wet. So if you guys didn't know, you can cut hair dry with scissors. You can also cut hair when it's wet. Some people don't know that, obviously, from if you listen to the podcast from two weeks ago. But you can do that. It is possible. So, (laughs) and actually, it's funny. uh, Yesterday, I was cutting some hair yesterday, and I used a bunch of dry cutting techniques. So, hey, there you go. Uh, Let's see. Next question. Can you cut a client that has ringworm and sanitize your clippers afterwards? Yes. Or truth to that question. So yes or truth. Uh, True. You can. But here's the thing. Sometimes you may cut a client that has ringworm and you don't even know it until you just mold the hair down. You know what I mean? Because like some kids will come in with a lot of hair or just whomever. And you'll mow the hair down. You'll notice they have ringworm. At that point, you know, it depends on the person. You're pretty much going to cut the rest of the head. You know what I mean? You're not just going to leave them with like a little shaved mohawk down the middle. Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? If that's the case and they have ringworm, just go zip, zip, zip and be like, all right, sorry, man. Because that's actually happened to me where uh someone had ringworm i cut this i cut a little section i saw the ringworm because you know of course they say do like a scalp analysis blah 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 but sometimes it's really hard because you got to be really intrusive to do a scalp analysis on some people that have a lot of hair like you gotta it's like almost tsa inspection intrusive and it's a little hard so when I saw that he had ringworm, I just had to cut the rest of his hair down and le- he had to leave with a haircut like that. And it's probably better off for him anyway. But, but yeah, you have to clean your stuff really well after that though. That's the thing. If you cut someone who has ringworm, you got to really clean your stuff afterwards. Uh, that That's the thing. You really have to clean your stuff afterwards. So that's just one of those things. Uh, about the ringworm thing. Actually, I ran across that with someone else too, uh, an adult. I was cutting at the homeless shelter and and the guy had like some funky stuff in his head and of course didn't know. And so I just buzzed the rest and then sent him on. I didn't give him the haircut that he was asking for, but I was just like, okay, I can't just leave you with this like in your head. So I was like, let, let me just buzz it and then send you on your way. Those clippers, I basically didn't use them the rest of the day, which is if you did, guys didn't know, I usually keep two of everything. And that was a, no, another one of those reasons why I keep two of everything because you just never know uh, what's going to happen. And Ooh, sorry, cold chill and a yawn at the same time. But that's the reason why I keep two of everything because you never know what may happen with that. You never know if you may cut someone, get some blood on it, and or you never know, you may drop something and it breaks. You never know, the motor might just blow up or not blow up. Well, I guess it could blow up potentially, but burn out 
in the Clipper and you left with a burnt out Clipper and then who knows, maybe you got to run to the store. But me, I have to have everything so I can just pick something up like nothing ever happened. Boom, boom, boom. Keep working. So that's just me. Next question. Are all barbers licensed? Truth or false? Truth or false? Are all barbers licensed? No, <laughs> obviously. Uh, if you look on YouTube, tons of videos about unlicensed barbers. There are unlicensed barbers that have YouTube channels. There are unlicensed barbers that actually do pretty well for themselves. There are unlicensed barbers. You see them on Instagram and they have good clientele. And there's some of them, they have celebrity clientele. And yeah, they don't have a license. So yeah, not all barbers are licensed. You know, and I'm not gonna, this isn't the podcast where I'm gonna say, uh, if those guys are legitimate barbers or not, we're not even going to reserve that time for that. But next truth or false, are all barbers good? That's false. Not all barbers are good. Now, it's just like anything, like a professional sport, what have you. Everyone's on their different levels, right? So this barber may be good at, let's say, just doing ball phase. This might this barber may be good overall. Another barber may just be okay. And then another barber just may suck. Now, through time, you should get better. That's just how natural progression works. Through time and over repetition and consistency, you should get better at something. Or you'll just be consistently bad. So, yeah. But you should get better. Now, <laughs> And the fun, the question is funny. Like, are all barbers good? Because it's just funny. Because I'm thinking about clients when they walk in the barbershop, like, oh, like who's the best barber? Like, you know, those clients. But no, not all barbers are good. And you can usually tell, obviously, tell by the haircut. But uh, it sucks because everyone has to start somewhere. That's why I always tell people. Humble yourself. Don't go into a shop where there's a bunch of animals and you know you're not an animal or you know you're not a beast on that level of cutting. Uh, and you're going to get intimidated if you don't have the right mindset, if you don't have the right personality and you're not willing to learn and just humble yourself. Go to Supercuts. Go to Great Clips. Get a bunch of reps in. You know what I mean? Like the, the Go to those high-volume shops where you can get over and over repetition. Just build up your skills and your confidence. Then you can go step up into a real shop and and just kill it, you know, because you're not going to kill it off the bat. Like most people don't just jump out with a clientele. That's just not how it works. So sorry. Uh, truth, or truth or false? Next question. By the way, transitioning. Are black barbers better than cutting hair than white barbers or Latino barbers or whatever, basically like the race question. So like who's better at cutting hair? Um, it's funny. I've experienced this uh, in the barbershop where let's say like a white mom or dad comes in to a black barbershop with predominantly black people and uh, one to get their son's haircut. And they're like, oh, you cut white people's hair. And then I've seen it where they're like, no. And I'm just like, huh, okay kind of weird you know because it, it, it before like when i was growing up i thought that was a thing i thought that was like oh okay yeah black people only cut the black people and then this and then this because you would see people come in and they'd be like oh no no sorry we can't and then as i became a barber and got more hip to the game i started to realize that that's bullshit 
That's because they're ignorant. That's because they don't want to know any better. And that's because they don't have any sense of business. Like, why would you not want to cut straight hair or of any type? Because really, it's not it's not even uh, exclusive to just white people. Mexican people have straight hair. Indian people have straight hair. Asian people have straight hair. That's a, like so many different demographics that you're leaving out and money that you're leaving on the table. Like, why would you not want to be able to cut this type of hair? To me, that's just dumb. Sorry, obligatory uh, yawn. But yeah, that's just dumb to not be able to do that because either one, you're just ignorant or don't want to learn. That's some good money that you're leaving out on the table. That's like going, like, can you imagine going into business, right? Let's say you, you go into a business. Let's say you have a pizza business. And you know pepperoni pizza, there's a big market of people that like pepperoni pizza. But you're only content with making cheese and sausage. Because one, that's what you're more familiar with. It's easier for you to do, blah, blah, blah. But you don't want to take the time to do this this uh, pepperoni pizza, which, you know, you got to import the pepperoni. You got to get different varieties and stuff like this. The price point just might be a little bit higher, might be a little bit more difficult to make and maintain. But you're not willing to do it because you're comfortable making cheese and, pep and uh, sausage pizzas. That doesn't make sense to me. You see what I'm saying? Like, why would you, if, if you go into a business or if you're in business for yourself, like, why would you cut yourself short of that money stream? That just doesn't make sense to me. And that's what some people do. So let me go back to the question, the truth or false. Where is it? Are they better at da da da? The, it's, I, I don't want to say, that is true or that is false, I'd say it lies in the middle because you see it a lot with customers. They'll come in and they, like a Mexican, will come in and they're like, oh, I only want to get cut by a Mexican or I only want to get cut by this guy because he looks like me or you think that he can only cut your hair, which in reality, that's not true all the time. In some cases, it is true, but in uh, I've seen a lot of cases that is not true. And it just is what it is. It's a sad story uh, that that prejudice that goes on in barbering uh, that clients and barbers have. You know, I've seen I've heard clients have these conversations with other barbers like, oh, man, I don't want him cutting my hair. Or I, I went to this shop. It was just all Mexicans. And man, I had to walk out. And you don't know if they could have cut your hair just as good as this black guy. Who knows? Maybe they would have cut your hair better or maybe the black guy would have actually messed up your hair. But hey, you only feel comfortable allowing him to cut your hair because he's black or he's white or Mexican or Asian, like whatever. You'd rather have him mess up your hair rather than get a good haircut. It's like cutting your nose off to spite your face. Like you'd rather just get messed up and because you feel comfortable by this guy. You'd rather get a messed up haircut because hey, he just makes you feel more comfortable. And like I said, guys, I apologize. I'm watching the Warriors game while I'm talking to you guys. Like, I'm literally watching the Warriors and talking to you guys. So it's kind of weird. Like, like why would you 
that's the beauty of podcasting too, especially when if the, if this wasn't in a digital platform, if this camera wasn't on, I could be doing a lot of other things. I could probably be replying to emails. I could probably be taking care of stuff on my phone while doing this podcast, but I can't do that because when I've got to answer questions and I'm also watching the Warriors game, I don't want to like multi multitask. If you know what I'm saying, but but that's a shame. Um, that that happens a lot. That's a that's a real tricky one. A lot of prejudice and barbering, which to me is borderline racist. When uh, you look at it, it's just like imagine, like imagine, and it's really just like saying this, going up to someone saying, "No, you, I'm not going to get this service from you because you're not qualified or capable of doing this job." Like, can you imagine that or? Or me going to someone else's job and looking at you and saying, no, I don't want to go with you or I don't want this guy because I don't feel that he's capable of doing it because he's white. Or I don't feel that he's capable of doing this because he's black or Mexican or Asian, Middle Eastern, whatever. Like, that's exactly what you're saying when customers go in and say, no, I don't want this guy to come out here because he's black. I want to get mine cut because from a Mexican because I feel more comfortable. I don't think this guy can do the job. I don't think he's capable of doing it because I'm black. Yeah. Or I'm white or I'm Mexican, like whatever that that's the equivalent of it. Like when you really break it down, that's what they're saying. And that's why I say it's racist. Really? It is. It's prejudice, racist, whatever you want to call it. But there are plenty of white people that cut black people's hair. Good. Mexicans hair really well. Um, all other ethnicities well. There's Mexicans that can cut all hair very well. But of course, you know, someone has a bad experience and they're just like they're turned off by the idea totally moving forward. And, you know, a lot of people have the super cuts experience where they go in there and, it's, and they're really limited to what they can do, really. And a lot of people don't realize that they're like, oh, no razors, no supercuts. You know, saying it's mostly cosmetologists that work there, and cosmetologists can't use a razor according to state boards. <laughs> you know what I mean? But let's get into the next question. Why are haircuts expensive? Uh, you know, inflation over time. You know, gas goes up, the cost of living goes up, housing, food, cars goes up, everything costs uh, goes up. So why shouldn't haircuts go up? I've talked about this in another podcast, but it's just a natural progression. Things are becoming more expensive. Look, barbers have lives. Barbers have families, bills, responsibilities, wants and needs. You know, like you want to go on a vacation. You know, you need some time off. If you want to buy something fancy, you shouldn't be relegated because, hey, everyone feels that barbers aren't or shouldn't make this much money because you're a barber like you, you can't wear gucci that's if you want to wear gucci you can't ride in a mercedes benz that's if you want a mercedes benz because you're a barber you know what i'm saying like no that's not how the game or business should work so i think haircuts should go up with the times and i, I wholeheartedly believe that i don't i don't think i honestly think haircuts shouldn't be less than 30 dollars. that's what i believe but of course, that's not the case because you have, I mean, you look, you have big franchises out here charging. I've seen the signs. I Man, I wish I, 
let me go back into my Instagram because I had this as an Instagram post. Let me see. It was a why it was ooh, man, a long time ago. It was a, a post that I saw outside of a great clips. They were promoting. Let me see if I can find it. It's on my Instagram here. There we are. All right. So there's a sign on my Instagram. If you go on my Instagram, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. You can go down. I mean, I mean, you're going to go all the way down. And this great clips has a sign, a big sign. I'm not sure. Can you all see this? This is one of my Instagram posts. Can you see that? It says great clips, $5.99. I'm not, I'm not sure if, can you, if you can see that $5.99 thing right there. They had a, a haircut sale, $5.99. Then I'll go back a few weeks later. Not sure if you can see that. Let's see. Man, I, I don't know if you can see that. But if you like I said, if you go to my Instagram, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Whoops, there we are. Juicy probably cannot see that sign. No, you can't. But it says $7.99 haircut sale. And quite crazy, huh? Quite, quite crazy, huh? And but like I said, like I said, uh, I think every haircut should be no less than $30. But then you have franchises and big companies like this that are charging those prices. So it really makes it hard. The worst part is the, I guess, stylists. I don't know if you want to call them barbers that work there. They're getting paid pennies as well. So it doesn't help my theory, right? Because, hey, there's a, a good example of people out there charging way less and you know hey it just is what it is so i'm just like whatever um let's get to the next question is it easy to own a barbershop truth or false is it easy to own a barbershop true it is very easy if you want me to just simply answer your question yes it is very easy to own a barbershop because hey all it takes is just money really Money and filling out some paperwork. Really simple. Yeah, really simple, actually. Yeah, pretty, pretty damn simple. Secure a building, do some paperwork, have a little bit of money, get get some stuff inspected, blah, blah, blah. Boom, then now you're open. Now, is it, uh, let me go back, to, go back to the question. Is it easy to run a barbershop? That would be a different question. Now, that would be, I would lean more towards false but is it easy to open a barbershop yes it's very easy to open a barbershop is it easy to run and maintain a successful barbershop that is a false uh because yeah that's a whole different subject <laughs> and we're definitely running out of time and this is the last question so wow right on time for the last question truth or false do all barbers change their razor after each client false and that's sort of like do all barbers the one question earlier do all barbers uh can't remember that question i'm not going to go back but the question was do all barbers disinfect after each cut it's almost like that thing they don't with the whole razor do they change wait let me look at the question yeah change it after each client no they don't and i've seen it happen where i work like I said, sadly, sadly enough, I've seen it happen where I work. I've seen it happen in other barbershops. I've seen it happen in barber colleges and it's, and it's still happening. It's not like it's something that 
it's magically just going to stop tomorrow and all the barbers are going to start changing their razors after every cut. No. And I've had, it's actually funny. I've had clients because what I'll do is I use a razor on every client, right? Unless it's a kid and he's moving a lot. And then I'm just like, yeah, I am not going to take that risk. But on every cut outside of that, I use the razor and, and um, I've had a few clients say to me, oh man, you know what I like about you? You actually use a new razor every time. And I look at them, I'm like, really? I was like, I was like, oh, thanks for the compliment, you know, of course. And I'm like, man, really? Like, wow, like really? Like barbers are, th- and I, I don't, I, I don't want to sound naive when I'm saying, oh, really? Really? Like, I don't know this. Yeah, I know this. I know it because I see it. You know, it's happened in my barbershop where I work. Um, but it's sad that that's like one of the things that makes him happy. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not sure if you guys can understand or feel what I'm saying when I say that, but it's, it's really crazy. Cause I'm like, why razors are, are re- well blades. If you want to be more specific blades are cheap. Shout out to you, Reginald. I see you out there. Uh, blades are really cheap. And then, well, let me, let me, let me clarify. Because it depends on the type of blades that you're using. If you're talking about like those feather blades, they're a little bit more expensive. But for the most part, most people aren't using feather blades. They're using some sort of Dorco, Astra, uh, what else is out there? Derby, um, those types of uh, blades. And they're pretty much cheap. I mean, look, you can get a, what, a 100 pack and they're breakable. So you pretty much get 200 for like 10 bucks or less. So in the interest of business, that's a good price for your money, what you're getting. Um, I think that I don't even know what the, what the cent amount is for that. I'm trying to think, I think it's like maybe what, like 10 cents per blade out of that pack. Like each of them costs. So most barbers do charge for using the blade. So if you talk about business, you're getting a good return on your money. So let's say the blade is at at 10 cents and let's say you charge two or $5 to use the blade. That's a good return on the little small investment that you're making in the razor. So for the barbers that don't change them after each client, this is really disgusting. It's dangerous. It's not safe. It's really sad because I've seen some, some disgusting things. The bad thing is, clients don't see it. The majority don't. And I wish more clients actually paid attention to what their barbers do. I had a client a few weeks ago. Uh, he comes in and he's like, Hey, so like I'm doing the consultation. I'm asking him what he wants and everything. And I'm like, Hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then he looks, he turns and he's looking and he's like, Hey, uh, he's like, Hey man, uh, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big spray guy. And I, I didn't really, it didn't, it didn't soak in when he said that. I was like, what do you think? I was like, spray guy. I was like, I just kind of like thought nothing of it. And I just kept sort of working. And, but he, he continued to stare at me and he said, he's like, yeah, yeah you know, the, the, the spray. And I was like, oh, he's talking about, he's big on watch, making sure the barber sprays down the equipment before it uses it. I was like, okay, I get it. You know, because, hey, who knows? Maybe the guy had a bad experience with another barber at a different barbershop. 
and this is why when it goes back to the question before where I was like uh, talking about having a clean station. Uh, I can't remember which true or false question that was earlier in the podcast, but it goes back to that because when you look that guy, when he came in, my air, that, that the suite, it was in good order. Like everything was clean. Like my station was in the world. My station was in good order. It was tidy. Like nothing was thrown or out of place or like nothing. Everything look like you open the drawers. Everything's organized. Um, so the, nothing as far as the appearance of what I had to offer gave him the impression or would lead him to believe that, yeah, something looks a little off here. Let me make sure this dude actually sprayed his clipper. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, like nothing like that. But I guess he was just that type of guy. So I, you know, I was like, hey, cool. And here's the thing. I've already sprayed them. Like after I get done cutting every client's hair, I spray my stuff down and I put it in. I don't put unsanitary clippers back in my drawers. That's something I don't do. I don't like it because at that point, it's hard to clean. If you're just taking dirty clippers, putting them back in where you're trying to keep clean clippers, it it, it almost defeats the purpose, if you know what I'm saying. It's almost like how, kind of how State Board has you do it. Like you can't put unsanitary clippers in the clothes and clothes you know you guys get what i'm saying we're all barbers we we know how the whole things worked but that's just how i am as well because i actually like to keep that thing nice and clean and stuff that that's just me that's how i like to have my workstation i like to be organized nice and neat after each class sweep i spray my stuff off i clean off my station and blah 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 and i'm back and that's just me so it's it's sad that they don't do that but I wish a lot more clients actually paid attention to their barbers, especially when you're sitting in the barber shop. And that's why barber shops and state boards is there. So they can actually protect the public because a lot of people, when they go into the barber shop, they, they rely on you to do your job properly, right? To make sure that you're not passing on anything to them. That's actually what customers are looking for. Do you get what I'm saying? So, as a customer, it's like if I go to McDonald's, I'm like, I'm, I, I shouldn't have to feel like I need to look over this guy to make sure he doesn't spit on my burger. Or I don't want to have to look at the guy in the drive through because I, he might be taking a piss in my Sprite. Like I, 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 as a customer, I shouldn't have to feel like that's my job. Like I, I got to look over this guy because I don't know who knows. He might put some onion juice in my lemonade. Like I, I don't I don't want to have to think about stupid stuff like that a customer shouldn't have to think about things like that they should just come in know that you're going to treat them as well as you want to be treated and you're going to sanitize you're going to clean everything you're going to be professional you're not going to do anything crazy blah 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 so you get you guys get what i'm saying so it goes on with that so that's going to wrap up this podcast. I appreciate y'all for watching. It was very fun. Uh, it took off last week and I'm back. Uh, next week's podcast is going to be fun as well. So tune in for that. Share it with your friends, any other barbers. But like I said, this podcast is fun. I like to interact. And if there's anyone else out there that you'd like to see come on the podcast and we could do like a little interview, whatever, what have you, I would gladly do it because it will just be fun nonetheless. Yeah, it'd be a fun podcast. It'd be very fun. So, like I said, you can check this out on iTunes, Google, Spotify, Anchor, and many other pack, uh, 
podcasting platforms, you could also check this out here on YouTube, which that's if you're watching this on YouTube. You can, yeah, yeah, you can, yeah, watch it on YouTube. Yeah. In the digital platform. That's if you want to see, you know, my face and watch me watch the Warriors game while I talk to you. But until next week, I will see you guys next time. It's been your man. I do a signing out. I'll holla.